I received a great compliment the other day from a man and uh, he had heard that I was a preacher and he asked me what kind of a preacher and I said I'm a Pentecostal and he said uh, you believe in all that foolishness stuff don't you <laughs> and I said yes sir because <laughs> see everything that we do is foolishness to the world Amen. it's not foolishness to us what happened this morning is God desiring to speak to his children. Amen. My goodness, how can that be called foolishness? God desires communion just like he did with Adam and Eve. Amen. He desires a oneness. He desires a closeness with us. Right. And so a lot of stuff we do, it's foolishness. We speak in tongues. It's foolishness. Well, it says, the Bible says I'm talking to God when I speak in tongues. The Bible says don't cast your pearls before swine. And that's what happens sometimes when you share your faith because the world does not understand you. You are weird. <laughs> Hallelujah. That God desires to fellowship and to make himself known in his church. Amen. So if someone says you're foolish, just say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, someone asked me one time, how do, you, how do you prepare for the sermon? And, you know, a lot of people spend hours and hours and hours, and I, I, I don't. But I, I work on it like over a week, or I just I get a word from God. And, and then on uh, Sunday mornings, after uh, when I'm doing my devotions and everything, I just, I just really lay it down and I say, Lord, not my will be done today, but your will. Amen. Amen. And uh, usually, I'm thinking about what I want to share this morning because I feel like that's what God gave me. But boy, he hit me this morning with something and I, I really tried to lay it down and get back to what I wanted to talk about. But it, 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 it went off in me this early this morning about 6.15. And then when I got to church and I'm in my office, uh, I was going to get back into my word and, and he brought this back up again. So I'm going to give it to you. Okay. This is going to be a two sermon day. Amen. This is, this is for us. The Lord started speaking to me about the book of Daniel, about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Everybody knows the story. Three, uh, four Hebrew boys taken into captivity, Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar started, uh, uh, came across and said, I'm God and I need everybody to worship me. I'm the government and I need you to do whatever I tell you to do. And you need to fall down and worship me. And by the way, if you don't do it, I'm going to throw you in a fire and I'm going to heat it up seven times hotter than hot. How hot is seven times hotter than hot? Hot. <laughs> but, but here's what I feel like the Lord wants to, wants to say to us this morning. What, what the four Hebrew children said when they, they're looking at a fiery furnace of being thrown into it. They're getting ready to, they're going to be picked up and they're going to be thrown into this fiery furnace. Amen? But this is their statement in, in Daniel chapter 3. And it says, uh, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us out of this fiery furnace. See, that's what faith people talk about. 
My God is able. Hallelujah. My God is able. But see, there's two parts to this that I believe God wants to share this morning with us. Because the second part of that is, and, and, and there are, a lot of us are going through junk. Everybody understand what junk is? Who's got some junk going on in their life right now? Some stuff, some, some fire, fire furnace, you know, serpents nipping at you. And, and, and we say, oh, but God Almighty, oh, hallelujah, I've prayed. No weapon formed against me can prosper. No evil, no plan come down my dwelling place. yee But we've got to do the second part. And the second part is, but even if God doesn't do it, he's still God. See, I think a lot of folks, if they don't get their way, then God's not listening or there's no God or God doesn't hear me. If God can count the number of hairs on your head, he cares about you. And there's not one prayer that ever goes unnoticed. But we've got to get to that place. My God is able. I know that. We sang that song, Faithful. He's always faithful. But even if it seems like he ain't faithful, He's still God. Amen. Are you catching that this morning? Amen. I don't understand a lot of stuff. I don't understand a lot of stuff, but he's still God. Amen. We had a sister go to be with the Lord this morning at about six o'clock. Paula Nielsen, does everybody know Paula? Used to be in our church, was just a, really a servant of the Most High God. And she's been really fighting the good fight of faith. And I got the call from her husband this morning at six that she having Sunday morning service in heaven with God, with God. But we have something to look forward to, don't we? Thank you, Lord. That minister to anybody this morning? Faith works, folks. Speak to a mountain and command it to be picked up and removed and cast into the sea and doubt not in your heart, but believe that whatsoever things you saith shall come to pass. Yes. Hallelujah. But even if it doesn't seem to work out, he's still God. Right. Amen. 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 That's number one. Open your Bibles, if you would, to Philippians. We, uh, Brother Steve and I have been uh, co-pastoring the uh, nine o'clock class on the names of God. And oh, Bubba, it, it is just, it's really turned me on to, uh, uh, to read. It's a Marilyn Hickey book and we're still going on uh, for the month of uh, April. I believe we'll, we'll finish. We've got four more Sunday mornings, but, uh, and we sold out of books and we've ordered some more books. So we'll have some more books in. They'll, they'll be here the first of this week uh, to study the names of God. Uh, approximately a hundred names of God that are used in the Bible. Uh, we know the, the Yahweh, uh, Elohim, El Shaddai, uh, and then Brother Steve taught about Jehovah Jireh this morning. 
whenever you see Jehovah, it's describing an attribute or something about God. Amen. So, uh, this, this kind of comes out of that. But I want to draw your attention to Philippians uh, chapter 2. The Apostle Paul, uh, wow, what a man. <laughs> to have spent 14 years in the presence of the Holy Ghost, where the Holy Ghost downloaded into him, and the man wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Amen. Uh, had a drastic conversion on his road to Damascus. Uh, he took one step and he was anti-Christ. He was vehemous, is that vehemous against the Christ. He hated it because it was messing up his religion. He was a Pharisee. He was, he was trained under the best leaders there were. And uh, he, he took one step and God entered his life. And I don't want to get ahead of myself, but anyway, he, he wrote this. He wrote uh, Philippians approximately, approximately 65 to 67 years A.D. And he's writing this check to the Philippians, and he's in jail, folks. He's not on a resort. He's not sipping Kool-Aid in the, the Bahamas. The man's in jail. He is in prison. And he writes this letter to the Philippians. Uh, Philippi, at that time, uh, Philippi had been, it was, a, it was an old city. It was over 300 years old. And uh, Alexander's son was named Philip, and so he named the town after Philippi. Uh, but it was, a, uh, it was a commercial city. There was a lot of gold and silver there and a lot of trade traffic. And Paul liked to set up churches where the people were. And so he, on his second missionary journey, he established the church at Philippi. And he loved the Philippian people. And so he's writing to them uh, about God and about himself. And so I want to begin in uh, chapter 2, in verse 8. He's telling them about this man Jesus. And it says, And being found in fashion as a man, Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Amen. God had asked him to do something that through his obedience was going to cause his death. He's telling the Philippian people, this Jesus whom we've, who uh, we talk about became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. You know, being obedient to death is one thing, but being obedient to death on the cross was really degrading. Amen. You, were a, you were a crook of all crooks. You, you were the baddest of the baddest if, you, if they crucified you and put you on a, a, a tree. Because a lot of people, they just hung them over the city wall and killed them. Or they stoned them. There, there were a lot of ways that they killed people. But to be crucified was demeaning. And usually the person hanging there was naked. So you're just, you're exposed to the world and uh, everybody's looking at you. They're jeering, it said. They jeered at Jesus on that cross. Verse 9. Wherefore God also highly exalted him. ha, ha, ha. 
and given him a name which is above every name. So how did Jesus get the name that's exalted and above every other name? Because he was obedient unto death. Gosh. A hundred names of God, approximately 950 titles of God in the Bible. Titles, descriptions, his purpose, his plan. And God said, he, it, because of his obedience unto death on the cross, he's given him a name that's above every name. And folks, guess who he's given that name to? So every time you pray in the name of Jesus, you are incorporating every name and every title that God ever had. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. Every name of God, every attribute of God, every character of God, Amen. when you and me lay hands on the sick and say, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Good night. Demons run. Amen. Peter and John went to the gate beautiful and there was a man there who never walked 38 years. And he had been laying there to get something. See, when, you, we're not, when you're not in Christ, you want something from mankind. And so you're asking, what can man supply me with? And he, he was sitting there every day waiting for someone to come by and give me something that only man can give me, and that's money, honey. Give me some money, honey. But one day, two, two foolish men walked by him. Foolish. Foolishness means no common sense to the world. Two foolish guys walked by and said, we got something. Silver and gold is not what you need, but I got something to give you. And I'm gonna call upon the entire universe and every name that man has spoken about God and every title that man has given to God in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, Amen. get up. Amen. Mm. Mm. 
And it said that Peter reached down and the man reached up. And that man heard something. <laughs> he hadn't walked in 38 years. His faith reached up to Peter's faith. And it said he started dancing and leaping and praising God. Paul, Paul is telling the Philippian church, this is, this is that name. This is that name that's been given to him. Hallelujah. Verse 10. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. <laughs> in heaven, in earth, and things under the earth. What a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. One of the names, uh, it was in our class, is Adonai, a name for God. Adonai means master, pri huh, I forgot the word. If you own a business, what are you called? A proprietor. It means owner, master, proprietor, and servant. Master to servant. Okay? God Adonai is master, and we are his possession. Servanthood. In the early Hebrew society, if you fell on hard times, let's just say Brother Steve, and let's say he was, he's married, and Brother Steve, being a Jewish citizen, he fell on hard times. And uh, something happened to his family and he lost everything and he couldn't. So he could come to me and he would say, I want to be your slave. I, I can't handle it on myself and I need some help. So uh, I'd like, I'll be your slave. And he's called a slave. And so Steve would come in, he and, he and Robin would come in and for six years I would provide for them and they would serve me. Okay, they're serving me and they're paying off their debt because I'm giving them, you know, I'm giving them a car and insurance. <laughs> I'm giving them everything, I'm providing all their needs. Well, at the end of six years, his time, he, he, he can go free. His, he served out his deal. Like he's got a little money now. He saved a little money. So he and Robin and his kids, they could leave. And I'd say, thank you very much. He steps out of being a slave back into citizenship. Are you catching me? Okay. But let's say... Steve says, <laughs> I don't really want to go back out there. <laughs> it's rough out there. <laughs> I, I want to stay with you, Pastor. Can I do that? You ask me. <laughs> 
So Steve says, I don't want to be your slave anymore. I want to be your bond slave. Okay. I'm going to take Steve and I'm going to go to the side of the house and I'm going to take this nail and I'm going to put it on his lobe up against that door frame and I'm going to nail it, put the hole in his ear and nail it to that door. Ouch. You should have said ouch. I'm going to yank it out and then I'm going to take something, whatever my symbol is as the prioritor, whatever it is, and usually it was either a ring or a stone that would have my, my mark on it. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to embed it into his, into his ear. So Steve is known forever as a bond slave. Willingly, willingly, he says, I want to be a bond, your bond slave. You got that? The Apostle Paul, on his way to Damascus, who I just talked about, took one step, and this is what's interesting, is because Adonai, Adonai means Lord, capital L-O-R-D, Lord. When the Apostle Paul got knocked off of his donkey he said, who are you? And Jesus said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. The next thing out of Paul's mouth was Lord, Jesus. First thing out of his mouth, Amen. Lord, what would you have me to do? Mm. Stay with me. Jesus went to the cross and we understand that there were three, his palms and his feet. These represented to the world at that time when they looked at that, it was easy for them to say this was a bond servant. There was holes in his body to show that he was a bond slave to God. To me, this was the physical picture of being a bond servant, being a bond slave. But this wasn't all that happened because there was a centurion soldier that didn't need to do what he did, but he did it to fulfill scripture. 
he goes up with a spear and pierces Jesus' side. How many holes do you have to take in your body to show that you're a bond slave? <laughs> he didn't have to do that. It, it wasn't customary to do that. The, Jesus is dead. And because Adonai God, Jesus became subject to death because of his obedience. He took the hole in his side where the water and the blood passed out. So I said all of that to say this. Is he Lord? When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. And boy, the, the simplest of statements. How simple is it, Pastor? Invite Jesus Christ into your heart and call him Lord. Mm. I think a lot of us accept Jesus, but we don't make him Lord. If he's Lord, then he owns me. If he's Lord, I'm his bond slave. Now, and I'm his bond slave out of love and out of compassion. And I love to serve him. If I'm just a slave, it's, it's usually because I'm powerless. And I have, no, I have no authority. You know, if you're a slave, you just do whatever your person tells you to do and that's it. But if I'm a bond slave, it's a... My heart says, I desire to do thy will and not my will be done. Because see, Jesus, <laughs> in the garden, <laughs> see, everything Jesus did on earth, he did as a human being. That's, that's, that's what Paul is saying. He, 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 didn't, he didn't act as God. And of course, he could have done anything he wanted to. But in the garden, you know, when, when Peter, James, and John are there with him praying, and he says, stay here while, while I go off and pray. Gee, boy, he is praying heavy. <laughs> he, he is praying, Lord, if, if there's another card trick or something, another game that we can play, nevertheless, Amen. you are Lord. Amen. Wow, bow your heads with me. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we're so blessed. Lord, I praise you and, okay, raise your head, raise your head. Boy, I just want to tell you about a miracle. I forgot, I almost forgot about a miracle. I asked Jesus to forgive me yesterday and he forgave me. You don't get any bigger than that, folks. I just happened to play golf and didn't have a very good day. And I thought and said some things that shouldn't be seen. And I apologized and I asked forgiveness. But I said, Lord, forgive me. Wow. Mm. 
Bow your heads. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Father, we magnify your name this morning. Lord, we're so blessed. We're so honored, Lord, that all of creation, Lord, is all about this right here. You desired fellowship. You desired for your people, Lord, to live a life that's abundant. You said, Lord, you came that we might have life and that life more abundantly. Lord, it's true when we say, Lord. Lord, you own us. We belong to you and we've been marked, Lord. You said our hearts have been pierced. I want to ask this morning if there's anyone here and maybe you jokingly or maybe in the emotional state, you just, you raised your hand one time and said, Pastor, I want to be saved. But I want to ask you this morning, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to make him Lord this morning? Are you ready to make that statement? Lord, pierce my heart this morning. I declare that you are God Almighty. You are Adonai. You are Jesus. Is anyone here this morning would raise your hand and say, Pastor, this morning I want to make him Lord. I've not made him Lord. Thank you, ma'am. Anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's all. It, it's simple. All you have to do is say, Lord, I make you Lord. You're Lord and I'm not. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What a great place to be in. What a great place that we, we, have, we have all <laughs> the God of creation, the God of righteousness, the God of faithfulness, the deliverer, every name that's been given among men, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I hope this means as much as you that it does to me. Amen. Wow. Every knee has to bow to the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet with me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Adonai. Now, we're going to be going in some other names next Sunday morning if you want to come at 9 o'clock. You can come. <laughs> 